0: Hey everyone, Jeremy here, coming at you with another episode of And The Story Continues. This one picks up right where the last one left off with Fizz and Brode on a uh, flying adventure. They had just finished their, their big lesson and now they're putting it to the test. If you need a reminder, this episode will pull inspiration from the Falk Wolf FW-43, which is a light utility aircraft developed in Germany. Stick around to the end of the episode to find out what our next article will be. And I hope you enjoy the episode. And just like that, we were off. Now, keep in mind, I'm no duck, so it was really obvious that Broad was holding back, which I very much appreciated. For the first leg, we just went up and out, truly following the wind. Each flap of my wings felt like I was a stage magician who just realized that they can actually do real magic. The lesson could not have gone better. I was asking a lot of questions to Brode, and he was zinging back with these fantastic responses. Uh, but there was one that even left him silent. Coming up here, now that we're over the trees, you've got to watch the wind. Look for any indication that good old Mother Nature will give you. The leaves flow like an ocean in a hurricane. That's your number one. Beyond that, smoke is a key while it lasts. Once you see it, the timer begins, and you're already losing time. Of course, you can always look around you and see what everyone else is doing. That's usually a surefire way to know if you're all turned around or not. Whoa, 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 what was that? I guess that makes sense. You don't get above the tree line very often. Before, during flight training, you were asking uh, why you fly differently than me. And we got to discussing how everything flies. Birds, like me. Insects, like you. Bats, eagles. And then we ran into a curiosity. The big ones. The stiff steel. Don't know much beyond their name, airplanes. What you just felt is the power of them. The turbulent path they leave behind. Me and my group have been stumped since we first caught sight of them about how they fly their wings are as rigid as in seizing carrots and if i can be honest with you my best guess is that somehow they are yelling so loud that they are pushed off the ground i can't say i've tried it myself but there have been theories that one can do is it always like this above the trees i don't know if i can handle it i'm just a butterfly sure do i look shimmering and splendid yes Am I a smooth talker with a great sense of panache? How could I not? Am I scared right now? Yes. Can we go back? The first time is unnerving, but staying up for a while longer will serve you well and pay back confidence in even more harrowing endeavor. Let's steady out and keep altitude. Give it five more minutes. I can do this. I can do that. (laughs) Five minutes turned into ten, and then we thought about turning back. It was getting late after a long day of lessons. So once we got to the pointiest tree we could see, we used that as our banking and turned ourselves around. Why are you so interested in winter? What makes you think it'll be anything but the hard life we're all trying to avoid? It's more about knowledge than anything hate thinking that there is a thing I'm missing out on. Even if it's bad, that may just be a great excuse to find the greatness in even more things. I remember that feeling. Led me down a great path wouldn't be where I am without it. I must warn you though, don't be afraid to turn around. It can become overwhelming regardless of how well you prepare. No amount of experience is worth it if you can't put it to good use. What does matter is following all the way until you can. not but know that boundary Uh, I I'm scared that I don't know where that boundary is that's that's because you don't that's because it doesn't exist yet it's only April you haven't had enough training nor philosophizing nor good days to set your mark when it comes you'll know where it lies that's great Uh, I'll be working towards that and That's when I forgot everything after that. It went from a sparkling sun just saying goodnight over the rolling hills to broad in a panic back at the garden, recapping what had happened to Chip. It was like he hit a brick wall, but worse. His color started to wane and turn almost a sickly blue. He was poisoned. I've tired my fair share of people out and pushed him to their limits. That's not what this was. This was an attack. Well... If there's one person who would do this, we know where to look. Smath is not known for an act this aggressive, but that only means that Fizz must be doing something that she does not like. Go fetch some parsley on the other side of the garden and rub it on his wings. That should bring some life back into him. My guess is that you all went through a cloud of hemlock spores, and, well, you're about 200 times bigger than him, so... It probably just gave you a good sneeze. Biz, if you can hear me, you'll be just fine, I hope. that's the end of the episode if you enjoyed it please leave a review on apple Podcasts or really wherever you get your podcast from if you want to uh get in contact with us you can email us uh, at atscpod at gmail.com shoot us any comments questions uh wikipedia articles that you've got uh just lying around that you think would be interesting to add to the story thank you all for listening uh as promised the Uh, Next article for the episode, which will come in two weeks, is Zombie Agogo Records, which is the record label for Rob Zombie. So to find out what I do with that, stick around, say subscribe, tell your friends, and I will see you in two weeks.